baptismal service, we do something like this. We, we do something like this. Let's go down by the river. Let's go down by Let's go down. Let's go down, y'all. Let's go down. Let's go down, y'all. Let's go down. Let's go down, y'all. Good morning, my sisters and my brothers. We're coming to the close of Black History Month. And I thought I would share with you another local Black History story. The legacy of Dr. James Alexander Franklin, born in 1866 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Even today, his legacy lives more than 100 years later. It was said in a video that was shown by WKRG as part of black history that one patient said, the doctors here, they listen and understand what you're going through. Dr. Franklin, his philosophy was built on treating everyone regardless of income. Franklin, the only African-American in his class, graduated second from medical school at the University of Michigan. After graduation, he practiced medicine in Evergreen, Alabama around 1916 during segregation. There was a pandemic at the time. It was called the Spanish flu. And this white person came to his house and said, my wife is dying. Please come help me. Dr. Franklin has been about medical care all his life. It wasn't about color. It was about health. The doctor's grandson, Eric Franklin Finley, said in that interview. The story goes on that Franklin went down to see the man and his wife. And the white man revealed to friends how Dr. Franklin went to his home and treated his wife. However, the story traveled from A, B, C to D. Uh, Finley says that all the white people heard was that a black man had touched a white lady. And a mob came to lynch him. Said that the husband sold his only horse to get Dr. Franklin and his wife, at the time, two children, enough money to get on the train and go as far as they could. They ended up in a part of Mobile known as Plateau. We all know Plateau, Africa town, where the doctor lived and made house calls with the blind mule and a wagon, just a portion of the legacy of Dr. James Franklin. Now, my brothers and sisters, as we close, and we will on tomorrow, Black History Month, I pause and I think about the trials and tribulations and troubles during those days, and I ask the question, are we built to endure, to sustain? Could we go through and survive challenges, 
that our forefathers endured in spite of obstacles they overcame. They believed in education. They believed in family. They believed in hard work, be it the doctor or the former. Where are we today? Where are you today? Where is your commitment to your people? I said in church Sunday, I did an anthem that we shared proudly in the 70s and probably before the 70s. We used to say, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. What does proud look like today? Pants hanging down, looking like a fool. A three-piece suit with business at hand. We must change the trajectory of how people see our, our people. We are the leaders of today. And if we are to be taken serious, we must bind the enemy that's causing our people to lose their pride. That pride that we once had. The way we look. The way we walk. The way we talk. The joy that filled our souls. The church being the anchor for the black people. Let us never forget the bread that brought us over. We are enjoying many benefits because of the forefathers. May God bless you today. May God keep us our prayer. We will close tomorrow with Black History.